Welcome to Create Your Own Truth. I'm your host, Kat, and I am a fitness and mindset coach. I'm here to share my journey to authenticity, knowing it will help others create their own truth too, because we all deserve to live freely and authentically without fear of judgment or expectation. I'm still learning every day and that will never stop. So I hope you join me on this wild and uncomfortable, but oh, so free ride. Let's dive in. Welcome back everybody to a new episode of Create Your Own Truth. I am not going to lie. I am nervous to record this episode. Um, I feel like all jittery and a little fluttery in the stomach right now. Um, As you can tell by the title, it is about breaking up with alcohol. And I don't exactly know where I'm going to go with this episode, but I have a feeling it'll be a little bit on the longer side. But I just wanted to record something. First of all, I got the suggestion to record this from someone in my life who was on a similar journey. And I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to relate to this. And from what I see on social media, from other people I follow, and it just seems like people are on a similar path. And what I'm talking about is, quote unquote, breaking up with alcohol. Um, This has been something I have wanted to do for a very long time. And I don't really know, well, I kind of do know what has caused me this time around to take it way more seriously, but I'll kind of get into that. Um, But I just wanted to start off by saying I am 32 years old. I have been drinking alcohol for almost 20 years, almost two decades. I think I had my first drink when I was 14 years old going into high school the summer like before high school and to be honest I haven't stopped since do I consider myself an alcoholic no do I think I have a problem with controlling my alcohol consumption absolutely yes um maybe if you're listening and you're like hey I'm an alcoholic or I'm a recovering alcoholic yes that makes you an alcoholic I truly don't know um but I know that I do have a hard time controlling my intake sometimes. And it has been that way since I started drinking. So yeah, I have almost two decades of experience with alcohol and it has taken me that long to finally be serious about making a change in my life. Um, Because the way I have drinking, it no longer aligns with who I am and who I want to be and where I want to go with my life. So I finally had to decide, like, okay, am I ready to make a decision or do I want to keep living in the past and keep holding on to this past version of myself when so much of me has grown and evolved? Why am I holding on to this one thing from the past? Not that that's the only thing I have to change. Believe me, it is a never ending journey, this inner growth journey. And there are always things I can work on and I am always working on, but why am I holding on to something that is so clearly holding me back and just no longer aligns with who I am anymore and the person that I want to become? So I'm going to start by giving a little bit of background on this most recent time that I have 
given up drinking because like I said, I've been drinking for almost 20 years. I have probably for the last 10 years tried to control my alcohol consumption in some way or another. I can even remember in college or maybe like right after college, you know, like 22, 23 years old. So about 10 years ago where I would even take a month off of drinking because I just did not like the way I was feeling. I didn't like how I was behaving and the outcomes of drinking so much and the results that it has on your life. So even 10 years ago, I would take like a month off of drinking. And that just goes to show you that I have been trying to make a change for about 10 years. And of course, college, it is very social. You go to a lot of parties. There is so much around alcohol. So maybe I wanted to make a change back then. I have no idea, but I definitely know after college, at least right after that, I was like ready to make a change. And I would start by doing like these little like, hey, I'm going to take a few weeks off, but it never really stuck. And I don't really know why. Maybe I just saw I had to slow down my consumption. And if I took a few weeks off, then I was in control of it. And then I would be fine after that. But every single time I took a break, any time over the last 10 years, eventually I would end up over-consuming, getting blacked out drunk, waking up the next day with an incredible hangover, and full of regret. So clearly what I was doing by taking a break, or sometimes I would set limits for myself, like, okay, I'm gonna have a three-drink limit, and I would maybe do good for like one night or one weekend, maybe even the next few weekends, and then there would always be some sort of event where I would just plow through tons of drinks and wake up full of regret. So whatever I had tried in the past clearly wasn't working. Um, But this time around, uh, today is March 6th, 2023. I have not had a drink since January 1st, 2023. So a little over two months, about maybe nine weeks or so. So we were in Vegas over New Year's. And to be honest, like we were there for three nights. The first two nights, I was very proud of myself. I didn't really drink that much even on New Year's Eve. Like I felt in control. I didn't really have this desire to drink. Um, It was different than any other Vegas trip I had been on before. It was a very small group. There was only four of us. And so I think that had something to do with it. It wasn't like feeling like this crazy party weekend. But sure enough, on January 1st, we went to the Niners game and had a lot of tall cans at the stadium, felt in control and everything, but we went out afterwards and we were out pretty much all night. And I woke up in the middle of the night and was vomiting profusely, sick to my stomach, curled up in the fetal position. I can't count the number of times I got up and vomited to the point where, sorry if this is TMI, but nothing was coming out. It was just bile but you can't control it. You still feel like you have to vomit. So I obviously was very disappointed in myself in the middle of the night, feeling like shit, full of regret already. And it was probably like two in the morning, three in the morning. Um, and I just had this overwhelming sense that I had poisoned my body. 
And I'm not talking about alcohol poisoning where you actually need to be admitted into the hospital. I'm talking about the fact that alcohol is poison and every time we vomit or have a huge hangover, it is proof that it is a foreign substance that should not be in our body. And I, you know, tried to survive the night. I don't think I slept again after that. But when I did eventually wake up and get out of bed, I just couldn't get this thought out of my head that I had truly poisoned myself. Like I was harming my body and I had been for almost two decades. I was harming my body. I was not respecting my body and I want to live a long life. I want to respect my body. I want to nourish it. I want to fuel it. I want to take care of it. It is my outer shell that literally takes me through life. And what I have been doing for 20 years is completely disrespecting it. So that was kind of my final straw. And whew, a little emotional. I'm also on my period. <laughs> Not going to blame that though. Um, I just knew something had to change so that I wasn't harming my body anymore. And to be quite honest, I have done things in the past where I am grateful to be alive. I don't know if I'm going to keep this in, but when I was in college, I got into a DUI accident. And not only am I grateful that I'm here today, but I could have killed so many people. And I'm not going to get into the specifics, but... If you were there for me, thank you for being a friend during that difficult time in my life. And I am just so grateful that I am sitting here today recording this um, and that I did not kill anybody. So anyways, let's get past these tears already. <laughs> um, but I am very grateful for that experience because it taught me to never drink and drive again. I have never drinking and driven since then. Um, that was when I was almost 19 years old. Um, but from age 18, right after that happened, to today, 32 years old, I have still drinking irresponsibly countless, countless of times after that. So although that experience taught me to never drink and drive again, I have not resolved my issue of over drinking since then. So it helped in one regard, but I did not take my drinking seriously after that in many other ways. And I just, this January 1st in Vegas, when I just felt like I had poisoned my body, it just caused me to reflect on the past almost two decades where I'm like, this just doesn't align with me anymore. I am not living the life I want when I am drinking. I am not embodying the version of myself that I want to be. I am not acting like myself. I am not authentic when I'm drinking. I can turn into a monster sometimes. I can be the class clown sometimes, but it's never truly me. Like, I want to be in control of who I show up as. And I want that to be my decision. 
with alcohol, it is completely out of my control. And I don't like that feeling. I don't like waking up the next morning and wondering what the hell I did, what the hell I said, what conversations I had. And it wasn't always like that. Believe me, I can go out and have a cocktail and go home after dinner. But if I'm in a group setting, typically that's where I struggle the most because whether everyone's drinking or not, if everyone's drinking, it's definitely like, okay, hey, we're all in this together. We're trying to keep up and whatever. But even if there are other people in control of their drinking, there have been many instances where I drink to gain liquid courage, to have conversations, to feel outgoing. So that is something I'm really, really working on this time around is telling myself I am enough when I am sober. I am outgoing. I am courageous. I can talk to people. I am fun. And honestly, like something that I have heard so many times is you are so fun when you're drunk or you are so funny when you're drunk. And it might seem like a compliment, but I've never taken it that way. What that has always meant to me, even if I'm like, oh, thanks, or, you know, laugh it off or whatever, inside I'm dying a little bit because what that means to me is that I am not enough when I'm sober. I'm not fun enough. I'm not funny enough. I am not outgoing enough. So that's what I've really been trying to work on is affirming to myself that I am enough. I am outgoing. I can be a people person. I am fun when I am sober. So I am really working on rewiring those mindsets because they're limiting beliefs that I have about myself. Even if someone else is saying, oh, you're so fun when you're drunk. I am taking on the meaning of that. I don't have to think that they don't think I'm fun when I'm sober. That's something that I'm projecting. So that's something I need to work on. So that's what I've been really working on this time around. And something that has really been helping me is a book called Quit Like a Woman that my friend Ryan recommended to me. And she's been on a similar journey. It is a book that has been really helping me to check in with myself because even though I have no desire to drink right now, that doesn't mean it doesn't take constant work. Like everything I just said about those affirmations, that is something I have to work on daily, whether it has to do with my drinking or not. So having this book as kind of a guide to remind myself of what I'm working towards and why I am doing this, why this is so important to me and my life and who I want to become. That has been really helping me. And I read one to four pages maybe in the morning, three or four times a week, but it is helping me. So if you are feeling like you want a book, check out Quit Like a Woman. It definitely has like a feminist perspective, uh, which is awesome. And it kind of explains that in the book. So that has been super helpful. And then anytime I need to reflect or remind myself or dig deep, I journal. I journal, I journal, I journal, whether it's a sentence or a full page. And what really helps me is when I know I'm going to be surrounded by alcohol and I know I don't want to give in for all the reasons I've already stated in this episode, I journal on it beforehand 
as a reminder that I want to stay strong to what I need for my life. So journaling and then having that book, Quit Like a Woman, have been very instrumental in just me reflecting on why I'm doing this and why I want to keep going. So check those out. But journaling, I mean, I am a huge advocate of journaling. It is something that is so cathartic. It is therapeutic. It is reflective. And it truly is a release where once you have that pen flowing to the paper, you truly feel that release. And it's almost like that sigh, like, oh, I can let it go. Does that mean the problem is solved? No, but you might discover a solution when you journal and you just might keep digging deep and peeling back the layers so that you are able to overcome any roadblocks that you have in your life. So alcohol or not, journaling, I'm a huge advocate of that. And going back to why I haven't been able to make this change stick in the past, because like I said, I've been trying to do this for 10 years and every so often... I make this like declaration to myself where I'm like, no, I have to, you know, I'm going to take a month break because I just, I had a really bad night or a really bad hangover. And this has happened many times in the past. And then after like three or four weeks, I feel so good. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm ready to just control my drinking. I'm going to set a drink limit for myself and I'm going to pace myself. I'm going to have some water with it. I'm going to make sure I have a full belly before going out. But like I said, that has never worked because I always end up in a situation where I drink too much, wake up hungover, full of regret. And as I was preparing for this episode, I was reflecting on why I have never been able to make it stick in the past. And two things came up. One was what I spoke about earlier about not being seen as like fun or funny or outgoing. So that is something that I have felt has prevented me in the past from actually making this change because I wanted to be seen as fun, as funny, not as shy and can't carry a conversation. So that was one reason. The other reason was fear of judgment, which again, everything is a limiting belief. Everything is a projection of what I'm feeling inside. None of it is coming from other people. And if it is, that is their own issue. That is not for me to take on, but that's something I've been working on is overcoming that fear of judgment or that fear that I'm not fun enough or funny enough or whatever, because those are things I need to work on. If someone is truly thinking those things about me, that is on them. I cannot take that on. But that is another reason why I think I haven't been able to make it stick in the past is because I was so afraid of people judging me for not wanting to get plastered or not wanting to quote unquote have fun, even though you don't need a drink to have fun or giving up alcohol completely. I truly didn't know what people would think if I did that. And I just can't worry about what other people are thinking. This is my life. This is my one freaking precious life to live. I cannot live by other people's expectations of me in any regard in my life. And I've been working on that in so many areas of my life. Is it easy? No. Does it feel lonely as fuck sometimes? Yes. So this is one more area where I'm like, all right, I've already done it in other areas of my life. And it's something I'm consciously working on every single day to put myself first and 
not live by other people's expectations of me. So why am I not doing that with alcohol? Why am I afraid of what other people are going to think if I give up alcohol? So that's, those are the two reasons where I don't think it's worked in the past for me because I was afraid of people judging me and afraid that I wasn't enough sober. So this time around, I'm really working on that. And like I said, quit like a woman is really helping me and journaling every time one of those limiting beliefs comes up, I journal on it and I get to the bottom of it and remind myself that I am my number one and I have to do this for me and no one else. So with that all being said, I have no idea if I will ever drink again. I am not claiming on this episode to whoever's listening. I am not telling anyone in my life. I am not even telling myself. I'm not making a promise that I will never drink again. What I do know is the way I have consumed alcohol basically since I started drinking at age 14, that I can't drink that way anymore. That no longer aligns with me or who I want to be. And that is what I know in this moment right now. At this stage of my life, I cannot continue on like that anymore. And I have slowed down a lot the last two to three years, believe me, The pandemic probably had something to do with that. And then moving to a town where I don't know many people has probably had something to do with that. But slowing down has not been enough for me. Because even if it's four or five times a year where I get shit-faced, that's four or five times too many. So all I know right now in this moment is that I cannot do that anymore. And I know right now I have no desire to drink. So I will keep putting in the work to remind myself of that and what I want out of my life. And I think that's all I'll say about that. (laughs) So this was shorter than I thought it was going to be. But I truly, truly hope that this helps anyone who has been on a similar journey. And I'm not telling you anything. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you to give up alcohol. I just hope that if you have been wanting to make a change, that this resonates with you and whether you decide to control your drinking or you decide to give it up completely, I just hope that something in this episode has resonated with you to help you on your journey. But again, we all have to put in the work in our own lives. So I am doing me, you do you, and let's create our own truth.